very, very important. It's either glorifying God or it becomes your God. I pray that your money will not become your God. In the name of Jesus Christ. But you see, it's very easy to drift into that dimension. Very, very easy. Very, very easy. Very easy. You begin by lying. Somebody wants something, you have it. And you tell, you see, for, for the whole week, I have not had any sales at all. I have not made any sales at all. I need your prayers. I need you. Somebody is very hungry. Somebody is very, very sick. You have the means and you are saying, I need your prayers. And should that person die, you may be the first person to go and show yourself as one that loved him so much. Hypocrites all over the place. All because of love of money. Love of wealth. This last Sunday in the month, we want to knock off that attitude from your life. It is not godly. It is not in the DNA of God, so it must not be part of you. God is a liberal God. He gives unto everybody, including the sinner. That is why he could go to the extent of telling us that we should do good even to our enemies. To who? Our enemies. Glory to God. All right. I'd like us to read something from Job 22, verse 21 to 20 to 30. Can we have it there? I like the amplified version, please. Job 22. Job 22. Acquaint now yourself with him that is with God. Agree with God and show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. Acquaint yourself with him. Agree with him. Decide to practice what he practices. Decide to do what he does. Operate according to his will. He said, then be at peace. By that you shall prosper and great good shall come to you. Just acquainting yourself with the Lord. Deciding to be connected to this God. And this God is a liberal God. So if you pick that aspect of God and want to practice it in life, you are treading on very powerful you know, land and, 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 and tracks where abundance will be the one to welcome you as you go along. Receive, I praise you, the law and instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. The key. You acquaint yourself with the Lord. You make a decision to operate by his will and according to his will. And he says, oh, you be at peace. Embrace his word. That's all about the law and the instructions. Embrace his word. What is God saying about the attitude of liberality? What is he saying? And that's what we've been talking about from the beginning of the month till now. Have value for his word and for the instructions that proceed out of the mouth. And lay these words in your heart. It is from there you will begin to practice. A word that you have not received with your heart is not one that will profit you. 
The one that you receive with your mind, you can easily talk about it and not see the fruit of it. But if you can allow the world to sink into your spirit through meditation, you think on God's word and it, it, it enters your spirit and becomes part of your system. You practice that word without any effort at all. It says, just do that. So you, are, you have to go back to the beginning. All the things that we talk about on Thursdays and Sundays and the ones that you personally did by searching the scriptures. And begin to look at those scriptures one after the other. And think on these scriptures. Think on them. When you think of them, remember that the word of God is a mirror unto us. It's what? Mirror unto us. So you begin to examine your life. Am I really operating in tandem with this word of God that I'm talking about, that I'm seeing, what I'm reading here? If I look at it, what do I see? What picture do I see? Am I a liberal person? Oh yeah, I am, but at a very low level, can I go up? Or I'm not, then you've got to go look for sackcloth and ashes. And enter into a fast. To break the yoke, that burden, that, that, that iron thing on your hand that makes you like this. You know, I told you something a few days ago, or let me say a few weeks ago. A young man who asked me to pray with him, he wanted a wife. And then when I opened my mouth, what came was, how can you receive when your hands are full? And he said, ah, pastor, what do you mean? I said, there's a woman in your house. He was looking at me. He said, it's a copper. I said, is your house a secretariat? Where copper stay? I said, this is how you are. So if God brings anything, you can't. You don't have capacity to receive it. Now, when your hands are never opened, you cannot receive. So your blessings will passing you by, and those whose hands are free will be collected. If at your present state, as a Christian, giving is a problem to you, go and examine your foundations again. It's likely you are not born again. It's likely you're not a child of God. You don't have God's nature in you. It is likely you are at war with the Holy Spirit. It is easy for anyone to say he's born again. It's very easy. But I said, by their fruits, what will happen? We'll know them. So the God in you will definitely manifest himself. And the God in you is gold. You will worship him. But David says something. In First Chronicles chapter 29. We'll just read that one and we'll come to continue from here. Let's take from verse 1 to 4. Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. And the work is great because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now for the house of my God I have prepared with all my might. With what? My might. So liberality may not be that easy. There's a need for commitment to it. You are committed to doing it. You have to resist the things that want to stand your way. Resist those things. 
Will you die if you don't drink coke? Will you die? Can't you, can't you forgo a bottle or two of coke that you drink almost every day? And, and give transport money to somebody else who may need something within the assembly and somewhere else. If you can let go some of the things you don't need, you don't. But you say you belong to a particular class, so there's, there is a lifestyle that must go with, with, that, with that class. There's a way that's similar right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He said, but your ways, oh God, are in your sanctuary. And where is God's sanctuary? You. Allowing the word of God and the spirit of God that is inside you to interact. You begin to operate in a different dimension altogether. So, so you've got to do this with your might. All that you carry. To say, no. I must invest in the kingdom of God. I must invest in somebody else's life. I may have to forego some dresses. Yes. I will definitely not be naked. There are some of you here, especially the ladies, you have enough to wear for three years, if not because you have longer throat. You know what they call longer throat? I want to stand out. I want to stand out. I should not be normal. I, I shouldn't be like them. So you keep on piling and piling. You are not using some of them two, three years. You have not touched them. And nobody can even look at them. Talk about touching them. And you look at them. It's like a God. You, know, you look at them. You smile to yourself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm making it in life. I'm making it. You are making it. With trouble. And airtight. Whatever box you call it. You say you are making it. Is that the meaning of making it? When the Lord will make your path to shine with brightness. If you were to change your attitude. And be a blessing to people. Let people call you a fool. It takes only foolish people to work with God. You hear what I said? It takes only the foolish ones to work with God. Because several things that God talks about are not logical. They don't appeal to our minds. We can't understand them. They are not. So you have to be a fool for the Lord. Lord, if it is you, it is good. <laughs> if it is you, it is what? It is good. They call you stupid. He says it is very good. Now you are a fool. The pastor has charmed you. It's good. It's good charm. This is good charm. It is what? Good child. Your pastor has hypnotized you. That is correct hypnotism. If it is for me to do the will of God, then let me, let it be. Let me be a slave over there. Well, you serve a God who is not a taskmaster. He is a rewarder. He is what? With my own might, gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood. It, some, some meticulous approach. Meticulous. 
not just giving things that have no relevance. You want to bless somebody with cloth and you look for the one that you finish. You finish that thing. At the point you are using that same cloth to, go, to clean your shoes. So you now go to wash it. The color is gone. The, the strength of the material is gone. Everything is gone. That is a ghost upon ghost of a dress. And you package that one and give to somebody. And you think you have given. No. Things of gold. Gold for things of gold. So know the kind of thing you are giving to people. Not your leftover food. But place the person in the list of your family. And you serve the person as the same way you serve your family. Your security man is not a pauper. It is just that's a job he has got to do now. He will not be there forever. I'm telling you, he will not be there forever. In those days, I'd come out to all one of the porters at the lobby over there. I called him one day and I said, how many heads do I have? He said one. What about you? He said one. All these guys that passed through here and you are calling them sir and the rest. How many heads? He said one. Can't you also read? He said, I can. So what are you doing? I forced that young man to write O-level and write A-level before I left the university. Later, I went there one day to visit. He had an admission to university. The same university. Now, he'll be entering the hall and his ex-colleagues, porters, will be welcoming him. That person serving you in the house, that your house held, that's not her end. That's not his end. It's just a state. And a stage very soon you go over that one and you'll be surprised one day you go to an office you're looking for help and it's your ex-house help your who ex-house help is the one sitting behind that desk when you got there she was already swinging in the chair and was facing the other side as she turned you saw her and then your temperature rose immediately all the more treatment you gave to her while she was serving you you begin to flood in can you make your case before such a person? Oh, oh, you are the one here. Okay, that's all right. Actually, I was speaking for Mr. Swan, so it's okay, next door. You can't talk about your issues. Otherwise, you've got to go down your knees and beg for forgiveness before you talk to the person. But if you had been a good person, if you had valued that person as a human being, who could be the one to help you in future? Hey, praise God, Rebecca, you are here now. Hallelujah. Thank God for your life. And then she will get up and come back. Even when she'll be embracing you, she will go down. The respect is still there. So, Mommy, what brought you here? And then takes over your business. Say, go home. I'll call you until this time. You don't like this investment. There's gold for the things of gold. One who is alive must be giving something that's alive. Go on to the next, next verse, please. Moreover, beyond all this in listed in verse 2, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have set my affection 
on the house of my God I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house my own special treasure of gold and silver and the rest follows my own special treasure not the leftover went to buy bread yesterday and somebody gave me a change when I looked at the money like that I felt very sad I think the person intentionally looked at the ones that were so dirty that you know the touch and then handed them over to me I was sad wasn't no money it was money but there was no respect in that money your greetings must carry respect greeting somebody let the person know that you see him or her as a human being stop all this snobbish attitude because you have breath in your nostrils today because you're on your two legs today because your two eyes are there today and your mouth is strong today when you invest in the lives of people you are taking life onto yourself and let it be with dignity don't let someone greet you and then you look at the person you know talk and you say if you are not careful I won't greet you again well if it were just nodding there are a lot of lizards around the area where I live it's better for me to have fellowship with those ones because they will nod for me per second per second true or false can you nod much more than a lizard amen my own special treasure of gold and silver David the king who was a man after God's own heart one that loved God and God also loved him a man who knew how to appease, appease God the guy knew how much God loved music and worship so anytime he saw the atmosphere was tense he would bring in the best numbers and give to God and God would start dancing in heaven and things would start happening in his life he said, you can punish me. Don't leave me in the hands of me. Don't take away your Holy Ghost from me. But if you do, I'm finished. How much value do you place on your relationship with God? If it is not there, it cannot be so with other men. Liberality begins with walking the God way. Doing what? Walking the God way. Walking the God way. Very important. Oh, many people will take advantage of you when you are liberal. Many people will take advantage of you. They will deceive you. They will cheat you. They will do all manner of things, but would that one stop you? There's an essay in Lacan. If you lose your child to, to the river, takes your child away doesn't mean you won't drink water again you will still drink water you still drink water so just keep on going keep on going jesus christ was rejected almost the very first day he was born 
and the rejection continued but they didn't stop him from doing what he came to do the men are against you does not make you also stand against God you will not survive it hallelujah alright let's go back to Job if you return to the almighty and submit and humble yourself before him you will be built up so it is not late it is what not late if you return to him and submit yourself to him and be humble before him you will be built up if you put away unrighteousness far from your tent next verse i'll connect that one if you lay gold in the dust and the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brook, considering them of little worth. When you read the King James Version, you may not catch this thing very well. The first time I saw a translation that was at variance, so to speak, with the King James, I was very angry. But who were brought up with the King James? James, if it's not King James, it's not good. I tell you, the language is heavy. Where to for? He that too. Powerful. <laughs> Powerful. But it is still the basic thing you must go for before any translation comes in. With all respect. If you would turn away from unrighteousness and begin to do the things that God has indicated or put down for you to do, and then you lay gold in the dust. Make gold equal to dust. And the gold of Ophiel among the stones of the brook, just throw that thing away. Considering them of little worth. What will happen? And rather you make the Almighty your gold. If you make the Almighty what? Your gold and the Lord your precious silver treasure. Go on. Then you have delight in the Almighty. And you will lift up your face to God. If you make him your gold. And put the gold down. And place no such value on it. Giving it out will not become a problem. But the one you cannot give out is your gold. And that is God. What he stands for. What he says. What he directs you. What he instructs you to do. You cannot lay aside. That is your gold. So if you have him, you have gold. And I know from my little background... families buried gold in their homes and I'm told that gold, it grows <laughs> it's, it's a very strange concept you don't see the roots but it, it, it grows it multiplies itself when it is there and what they do is that time and time they go in there, break a little go and melt it you know what I mean by melting 
uh -huh, change it to money. And then they use that one for the families and for everything. And when the need arose, they will go there. Go and pick. And any single member of the family who decided to steal the gold ended his life. I have a lot of instances. A lot of instances. When you steal gold from a family, <laughs> uh, your days are surely numbered. The kind of sickness that will come over you will be shocked. I saw a family that they contracted tuberculosis after they stole gold from another family house. And it went from one generation to the other. Let me not go there and bore you too much because these ones have no scientific basis but you can't beat them. They have electronic basis. African electronic basis. They don't have microscopic approval, whatever it is, but African electronics. You joke with that one, you are gone. Except the electronics in you is also stronger than their own. If you don't have Christ, don't go and be joking with them. I'm telling you, they will just organize you. So if you have Christ, now hold on to him firmly. Stop all this nonsense you are doing. And hold on to this Christ firmly. That is your anchor of life. That is your hope. That is your stability. Hold on to him firmly. May God your gold. Glory to God. Finally, brethren, there was a man called Boaz in the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 15. You can read the whole thing later. It was liberality that brought Boaz into the pedigree of Christ. The family tree, the lineage of Christ. It was an act of liberality. When Ruth was sent there by, the, by Naomi, the mother-in-law, went to the fields of Boaz. Boaz was liberal towards the woman. Even before he got to know who she was. And that act of liberality brought him out. Liberality is manifested in hospitality. And Abraham was hospitable and had solution to the wife's challenge. There's a force, power in liberality. So don't let it end with the month. We'll still have Thursday, that also? Good. And then you keep on visit all the scriptures and keep on working. You are at the verge of a translation into the abundance that God has programmed for you. Potentially you are prosperous. But you must press the buttons and press them well. The Lord bless you and increase you on every side. In the name of Jesus Christ. And make this week a week of glory unto you. In the name of Jesus. It's the last Sunday, the month of August. I'm empowered in my body. That's a theme for the month. I am empowered in my body. 
Lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Give him thanks. Acknowledge him as the one who has made you whatever you are today. And that you will keep on showing for that nature of God. And doing that to his glory in the name of Jesus.